what exciting matter are we going to find today on Daf Zion and of Tainis? So yesterday we had a, the, we, we didn't learn the full piece of Gomorrah, but the Gomorrah was quite amazing because it's a, a an almost circular thinking process the Gomorrah went into discussing whether the Yore and the Malkosh, the early and the later rains, are, are Gishme Brocha or Klala. Are they a blessing or are they a curse? Are they are they positive or negative? Uh, and it's backwards and forwards and Psukim, it's not so simple. And, and you realize in, the, in that discussion that the rain, you would think rain is positive, we daven for rain. Not so simple. We say in, in, when, we, when we daven for Geshem uh, on Shmini Atzeret, we say, which means rain has within its capacity the ability to kill as well as to sustain. It has the ability to be a curse as well as to be a brocha. It has both in them. That's why the Gomorrah goes through this complicated analysis of is, is rain constructive or destructive. And now the Gomorrah of Zion goes into to, it's not just rain. Anything nourishing is potentially poisonous. That, that's the nature of, of nourishment. Dr. Howard, that fits in with your whole philosophy. Is that not right? Any, anything nourishing is potentially poisonous. Um, and the opposite. And anything poisonous can be potentially nourishing. That there's a that that nourishment and poison are just two extremes on the same spectrum. If you have too much of the wrong thing, it's poisonous. If you have um, the the right, if you have too little, then it's uh, it's also a, a, a problem with it. So to find nourishment is to find the right place of the spectrum of each nourishing thing. So rain. The wrong, too much rain, rain at the wrong time, rain in the wrong place. These are all things that can be that can be poisonous, can be destructive, and in the right place, it can be nourishing. What about Torah itself? Is there anything that is always good? Is there anything that you can trust? This is good. If I get this stuff, if I go to Doctor to Dr. Schumann and he gives me something, can I just trust? This is always good. I can always take it, no matter what. If I'm not feeling great, he once told me this is good, can I tell No, there's nothing you can trust. Everything, it depends. There's nothing that is absolute. What about Torah? Really? Torah is always good? Well, not so simple. So let's go through the Psukim. Just skip through the first three paragraphs. I'll come back to them in a moment. And go to the Posuk from Mishle. If you hold on to Torah, it's an Eitz Chaim. How, how wonderful is that? What can be wrong with Torah? But then we've got Ya'arof Kematar Lechi. And Yarov, we normally means it will come down like rain. My my teaching will come down gently like rain. But Yarov also comes from the word Laarov, which means to be head, to cut off the head of something. So so, and we're talking about Torah. So Torah can chop off a person's head. It can destroy a person. Is that possible? Well, we see even in in in, in Dvorim when it talks about you trying to conquer or defend yourselves or conquer an enemy, and you find a, a, a tree. And if, if it's a fruit tree, then says, don't chop down fruit trees. In the very next posuk, but if it's not a fruit tree, or if it's not a fruit tree, you may chop it down, you may, you may cut it off. Says the Gemara, Rava Amar, Rava Rami. Rami. Rava asks the contradiction, these paradoxes, is nothing good? Is a, a tree not always good? This one you can chop, this one you keep. Uh, Lichi, the Torah itself, this one, yes, this one. What is, what is it? Ketiv Yarov Kamata Lichich Tivti Zal Katalim Rati Im Talmid Chacham Hagunu Katal. If a Talmid Chacham is Hagun, Hagun is a difficult word to translate. Um, but, but let's translate it as, as proper. If a Talmid Chacham is proper. If a Talmid Chacham is, my father used to define it as refined. 
if a Talmud Chochem is refined, who could tell? Then it's like tell, it's like dew, gentle, the Torah settles in gently. Vi'im love orfehu kematar. And if not, then orfehu kematar, you should. What does orfehu mean, says Rashi? Hargehu, kill him. Now, it doesn't mean you go around murdering the Tamidic Chachomim and not refined people. Hargehu, as we'll see further on, comes from orfehu, means turn your back on him. Don't learn from him. Tanya In the same theme, Rabbi Bena says, anybody who learns Torah Lishma, what does Lishma mean? Explains Rashi, Lishma means Bishub Kashet Sivani Hashem You learn Torah because Hashem, it's Hashem's Torah. I want to understand the world the way Hashem wants me to. And not to be called a Rebbe. So when it says Kol Lishma, a person who's learning Torah for good reason, it's good for him. It nourishes him. And if you learn Torah Lishma, you want to become a rabbi. Is that such a terrible thing? You go to Yeshiva to become a rabbi? It will damage him. It will make him a smaller person. Will make him a less a less integrous person. It won't do him any good. It's unbelievable that. I will see as we go on that it's uh, that it's not not so simple today, but we'll uh, we'll understand it. But we see the Torah is no guarantee. You can say what can be bad? My son's going to yeshiva. What can be bad? It could be poison. It could be better that he became an accountant than that he takes Torah and uses Torah as a means of earning a living and making a name for himself and having power. And strength, rather become an accountant. You can't do any damage with being an accountant. Rather become a lawyer, become a physician. You can help people. You're not going to do any damage. But when Torah is being used for personal grandeur, there's enormous damage you can do with that. That It can become samachai or samamavit. It can actually damage your character. Now, we're in a world we're so influenced by the street. I'm back on the theme of picking up things from the street. That we think that Torah is just about gaining knowledge. So it's not about character. You're gaining knowledge. It's going, it's going through shas. What's so bad about that? But Torah is not about gaining knowledge. Torah is becoming a, about becoming great. And that's the reason we learn Torah, to become more godly. But if you're learning Torah for the wrong reason, it doesn't make you more godly. It makes you less godly. So what are you gaining from the learning of Torah? Just information. You're gaining knowledge. And then he goes on. Uh, my heart is not strong. I can't teach Torah right now. What does it mean? This man is like, is, the, the literal translation of it is, don't chop down this tree. Is this tree a human that's going to, attack you, that's going to give you, don't, don't, the tree is neutral, the tree is not going to do anything, it's a fruit tree. But, but we also read it as, Ki Adam as a statement that the man is like the tree of the field. Is that so? Is a man like a tree? Since the Torah says you shall eat from it and not chop it down, and it says, and you should chop it down in the next posuk, it says, and when you, when you, if it's not a fruit tree, or tashchit v'charata, a ketzad, im talmid chacham ha'gunhu, if it's a, if he's a, 
refines Talmud Chochum, Mimenu Tochal, then eat from his fruit, Votolo Tichrot, and then cut it down. And if, it, if he's not refined, cut him down. What does cut him down mean? Again, it doesn't mean that you go and chop off his head. Says Rashi, what that means is... Leave him. Just go somewhere else. Learn somewhere else. Because that's how you cut off a Talmud Chochem. If a Talmud Chochem has no Talmudim, that's... that's He's got, he can't operate as a Talmud Chochem. You've cut, you've cut his line off. It doesn't mean you cut him. It means you disconnect him. So if he's not, if a person, if he's a person that doesn't have fine midot, you disconnect, you don't learn from him. So we see, we see how strong this is and, and how important all of this is. The Rambam brings it. Let's now go to the, to the top of the Rambam. Because this is so foreign to us, isn't it? We just think you're learning, you're learning facts. And of course, today, where Talmud Chachomim are often just teaching information, it doesn't make a difference because you can learn information from Google and everybody knows Google is not the biggest tzaddik and you can get information. Now that, that Rabonim and Tamid Chachomim are just distributing information, it makes a difference who they are. They can even be non-Jewish for all we care. They're, they're giving you information from text, they're reading, they're translating, they're, they're cutting and pasting. Who, who cares who they are? It makes no difference. It's just about information. But if a Tamid Chachomim is teaching you a way of life, if, Talmud, if a Talmud Chochem is giving you a lens with which to look at the world, if the Talmud Chochem is helping you develop character, it absolutely makes a difference what kind of a person he is. That becomes crucial. Says the Rambam, Ein melamdin Talmid All the time. We'll see what the all the time means in a moment. You are not allowed to teach Torah to somebody who is not a fine character. You can't teach Torah to an unrefined person. Why? Because we see in the Gemara what happens when you do. And then, it's a form of What are you doing it for? For self-aggrandizement? Because you want a thousand Talmidim? So that's why you take anybody into your yeshiva so you can say you've got a thousand Talmidim? It's like, like this Avodah which you threw stones, and every, the more stones that were thrown, it became a bigger and a bigger pile. But it's a pile of stones of idolatry of, of Avodah Zorah. And you build these massive institutions of people who are not fine people. What's the point? What are you doing? And also a rov who isn't, doesn't go nicely, doesn't deal with the world nicely. Even if he's a big Talmud Chochem, and everybody needs him because he's a big Poisek. He's got all the answers. You don't learn from him until he becomes a mensch. You don't, you don't do that. There's a piece I found, a, a, a tshuva of Rav Lau. And Rav Lau is just such a beautiful person. I don't usually quote from, from very, very current people unless it's something very classical. And this, be, because it relates to Midas, is, is, is so classical of his. That's on the word tam. Tam means he's not deceptive. You can question in the Rambam. The Rambam says you teach a person who's hagun who's refined and has good good behavior. What what's the difference? Ask Rav Lau why this double word. Um, what is this double language of Hagun means just a nice human being. A human being who's got good midot by nature. It's just a mensch. That's what Hagun means. 
you don't know if he's naturally a mensch, but he's courteous. He treats people well. That's all you know about him. You can see how he interacts. You don't know he's a type. Maybe it's just external courtesy. You, either of those are good. And, and that's also the meaning of the, of the sugya there. Not that either of them is right. You need both. You need a person who is naturally good, who's a mensch, and his interaction with people is refined too. Uh, you, need, you need to be able to see it in both areas for, for that to be the case. Why is this so important? So, so again, to nowadays where a lot of Torah is just gathering of information, it's not Talmud Torah, it's not real Talmud Torah, it's Yediyas Torah, it's getting Yediyas, it's getting knowledge and information. It's okay, nothing wrong with getting knowledge and information, but that's not Talmud Torah. Daf Yomi is not Talmud Torah, except for the guy who gives the Daf Yomi Shir. He has to work really hard on it. But everybody else comes and listens to a Daf. How much can you get from a Daf in an hour? It's not possible. It's not Talmud Torah. It's Yediyas Torah. You get exposed to the ideas of Torah, which is also very valuable. But don't think that that's Talmud Torah. After you've done the Daf Yomi, now you spend a few hours on five lines of Gemara, then that's Talmud Torah to really absorb it, to get it into your system, to start thinking like the Torah wants you to think. You can't get that superficially. That has to come from a Talmud Chochemuz Hagun. What's the reason? So there's a, there are two views. There's Tosfus and Rabbeinu Gershom on the next page. Tosfus says, on the Tosfus in Talmud Chochemu, Memenu Tochal, Tosfus asks, but we know from Rabbi Meir that he learned from Acher. And Acher had gone off the tracks. He wasn't such a good guy anymore. How, did, how is that possible? Answers Tosfus, if you're a Talmud Chochem, you can learn from somebody who's not so great. Meaning his mind is great, but he's not such a great person. Because lo yilmod mi ma'asav, you'll know how not to role model from him, not to take him as a role model. But if you're not such a Talmud Chochem yet, you'll think that's how people are meant to be. And you'll watch this arrogant individual who happens to be a big Talmud Chochem. I mean, you realize that the two don't go together. You can have a person who's Baki Bechol Torah Kula, knows the whole of Torah, and he's not a Talmud Chochem Hagun, not somebody one's allowed to learn from. We just assume the guy's a machine, he knows it all, so that's fantastic, one can learn from No, he might be somebody you're not allowed to learn from. So it says the, says the Tosfus, but if you yourself are a Talmud Chochem, you'll know, I don't learn from his behavior, I learn from his Torah. That's how Tosfus learns. But Rabbeinu Gershom says something amazing, and herein lies the Matmon. What is Mimenu Tochel? You can eat from that tree, learn from that Talmud Chacham. Says Rabbeinu Gershom, you remember we've talked about how important Rabbeinu Gershom is and where he fits in. Says Rabbeinu Gershom, Kloma, that means to say, Sheyachol Lahavin Batora. This is a Talmud Chochem who has Havana, who knows how to understand the inner meaning, the concept of the Torah, how to apply the Torah how to extrapolate from the Torah. This is not about information. That's the Talmud Chochem from whom one can learn. And if he's not that kind of a Talmud Chochem, oto tashchit v'charata Torah mishchatetet bo. Unbelievably scary words of Rabbeinu Gershom. The Torah becomes corrupt in him. It's like a computer becomes corrupt. It becomes useless. He's got this, you've got a man who knows all the whole of Torah, and he can quote from anywhere in Shas and from Shulchan Aruch and from here and from there. He knows it all. He's got it all. It's clear in his head. But he's not a Talmud Hogan. The Torah becomes corrupt. And, he, and what you're learning from him, you don't even realize that it's, uh, that it's got bugs in it. It's got viruses in it. It's exactly like a computer. You don't take a program from a computer that, that, that is not, or you don't download something that you don't know is pure that has possibly been contaminated. A Talmud Chacham She'enu Hagun 
says Rabbeinu Gershom, the Torah is corrupt. And if you're yourself a great Talmud Chochem, you'll be able to pick it out and you'll be able to figure out the corruption. But if you're not, if you're just an innocent person learning Torah, you won't know what's corrupt and what isn't. You just, you'll download it all. And you just download, 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 and you're downloading viruses, says Rabbi Nagosh. That's why you're better off not learning than, than to learn from that, from that type of person. So here we see just the importance of character and that it's not just about information gathering. Torah is about building character, so it has to come from somebody whose who's work, whose life work is building character. It's not about information and about knowledge and about frumkite. I mean, these are all good things. So I keep on emphasizing, I'm not dismissing the value of having knowledge and information. It's wonderful. And of course we have to be committed and, and be shomer Torah mitzvahs. But the mitzvah of Talmud Torah, that's a specific mitzvah which is personal growth through the learning of Torah. And, and becoming more a person that has more sanctity more kedusha, a person who's a bigger human being who understands the world differently. For that one has to learn from somebody who is not only a person of intellect, but also a person of character.